everybody. Welcome to the Kicking It with Campus Life podcast. My co-host slash producer and I discuss topics like self-care, owning your own business as an artist, creating and more with each other and some special guests. If this is your first time here, hey, my name is Shay and I'm a junior MBET and vocal performance major. And hi everyone, my name is Caitlin. I'm the new student programming coordinator in the Office of Campus Life where I assist with the planning of orientation and host student programs. Every week, Shay and I like to kick things off with a pick of the week. Shay, will you do us the honor of going first? I would love to go first. So my pick of the week is a YouTube video by a YouTuber called Maya's World. The video is named I Went Viral and the Natural Hair Community Dragged Me. It discusses texturism and colorism within the Black community, and it just really inspired me to analyze how I view my natural hair and if I really do like the way it looks. And if I don't, what is that rooted in? It was really an eye-opener for me, so I think everyone should watch it if you get a chance. Thanks for sharing with us, and we'll link that in the show notes for everyone so you can check it out. And I think you should all check out Shay's natural hair Instagram, too. My pick of the week is a newsletter that I get. It's called Girls Night In. They had a really good article about To All the Boys I've Loved Before and just about the author's journey in creating that story. Her name's Jenny Han, and... She just talks about how she wanted a love story with somebody that looked like her, but where the identity part wasn't the forefront of the story. And I really enjoyed hearing that perspective from her because I really enjoy those movies. And now it's inspired me to start reading the books because she just seems like a wonderful person. Oh, that's so nice. I need to start reading the books too, y'all. I haven't read a book in so long. I feel like that's kind of embarrassing. So maybe I'll start with those. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's what spring breaks for. So we'll absolutely or the summer don't (laughs) i'll get around to it yes (laughs) there's a lot going on all right well on today's episode of kicking it with campus life we are going to be discussing different ways you can support artists so the first thing that i kind of want to discuss just to make things just to kind of frame this in a nice place is what would we consider a local or upcoming artist to be i'll let you start caitlin yeah in my opinion i think that my friends and my family and also people that are doing things in my community are considered local and upcoming artists to me. They may have not gotten the recognition from national media places, but they're making a way or they're, you know, beginning to make an impact on my neighborhood or my city. So that's what I consider a local and upcoming artist. And I also see like upcoming as people that are still groundbreaking in their own right, but maybe, you know, people in California don't know about them because they're in Philadelphia. Yeah, I definitely agree. I like that you said someone who's like active in their community because I think that's a big part of it. Like a lot of local artists are still kind of like giving back to their community, even though they haven't quote unquote made it yet. And I think that's like one thing that I love the most about local artists. So we're going to be celebrating them today on this episode. And hopefully we'll give you all some ways to support local and upcoming artists. I'd love to just discuss how important art is in general, because I think art is really something that even if people don't realize it, it's a part of everyone's life in one way or another. And it's super helpful. Like people listen to music I've seen 
surgeons listen to music while they're doing surgery like people listen to music while they're studying so people that not necessarily that don't necessarily have anything to do with music specifically or art specifically it's like art still impacts them one way or another I know for me personally I love to study and listen to music if you know you know the lo-fi beats on YouTube those help me study <laughs> for yes those are the best and yes. even like the lo-fi playlist on Spotify help me focus like no other so I definitely love that you brought that up and I really like the point that people that aren't in the arts field are still impacted by art. Art is all around us. It's the buildings that we go to every day. It's the way things are made. Even like package designs like your cereal in the morning is art because somebody went to school to learn how to do that and make it look good. So you are drawn to it and pick it up off the shelf at Target or wherever you're buying your cereal from these days yeah art is literally everywhere like you said and all these different brands that we use every day in our clothes like when you're watching commercials there's music in the background whether you recognize it or not it still creates the the ambiance if you didn't know now you know art is important and it's everywhere and that's why we need to support the people who are making it and who are making strides or trying to make strides in their artistic fields. Yeah, and I really, I think art is such an important way to not only function in everyday society, and I, I think like it does have that impact on us, but I do think it helps us learn more about each other. It helps us learn more about the world and what's out there and allows us to see beyond what we see day to day, especially when we're all at home and we have all of these devices in front of us. We have books that can take us to another world. I think that's the beautiful part about art in general, just being able to say, I want to learn more about this, so I'm going to go and listen to that genre of music more, or I'm going to read more by this author, or I'm going to listen to this artist, or even just buying people's art and saying, like, I want this in my space because it makes me happy. And it's a good talking point for when you have friends over or you're just showing it off on your Instagram story even. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that because my sister, she's multilingual. She speaks a whole bunch of languages and I'm always jealous of that. But I remember like growing up, the first language she learned was Spanish and she learned it from like watching Spanish TV shows and listening to Spanish music. Like that was really what made her fluent in Spanish more than even just like reading a textbook. Like that was really it. So I think that just goes to show like our impact us not only in just kind of like just feel good and keep us entertained but it also is a big part of the learning process so I like that you said that I didn't really think about that though with that being said I think that's why it's so important to support these people and not just kind of assume that they have support because not everyone who is making this great art is actually someone who's rich like I think some people just see artists making things and they just assume they're all millionaires <laughs> or that they just all have made it and they're famous and stuff, but there are still a lot of artists who have made some amazing things that a lot of people know about that are struggling out here. <laughs> so I think that's why it's so important to still actively show support to them just to say like, yeah, I do benefit from the type of stuff that you put out. I know like our communities are benefiting, our children are learning from the type of stuff that you're creating. So I'm gonna support that because I know it's coming back. Yeah, and I think some of like my favorite artists, I heard about them when they were 
quote unquote underground and people didn't really know about them. And I just think about how they were so like excited when a thousand people listened to one of their songs. And then that same enjoyment is so authentic and it's still there even when like they have a million streams, the record's platinum, and it's really fun to see. And I love that story. And even if it's not somebody that gets like a million streams, maybe it's somebody that gets 5,000 or something on Spotify, they get super excited about it. And it's really cool and just enriching to see that journey and be like, I see how hard they work on all of this music. And I've seen maybe they had kind of a rough start. Like we've all been there in our art. I think we like nobody starts off as a pro just seeing them get refined and get so professional with their craft it's really just amazing to see that journey and you get to see that story when you support them when they're small when they're local when they're considered upcoming and you see that journey and it makes you appreciate what they put out into the world even more so yes and I know a lot of people love being the ones to say like you like her now like I knew her when she was underground like I knew this band before anybody even knew about them and they like to show off like that (laughs) I know a lot of people who do that Mm -hmm. so yeah hop on the train now (laughs) before they really get up there yeah and you can be the one saying like well did you hear this song from like three years ago before everyone knew their name (laughs) and it's a good part of conversation so I love that absolutely and another big thing about like supporting artists for one if you didn't already know being an artist is expensive all types of artistry getting supplies and different stuff like that a lot of time and energy goes into making pretty much every avenue of art and it's a lot of money that goes into it as well especially when people are like working through commissions and it's like they're doing these amazing pieces of work but it's like it takes a good amount of time to make that work so being an artist is an expensive career and we're also in a pandemic right now and um, unfortunately a lot of artists work depended on having access to the outside world and since we've gotten to this place where everything is pretty much digital and people can't have live concerts and people can't like have pop-up shops and sell their clothes or sell their prints and stuff like that it's become a lot harder for artists to make money or get support yeah that's such a good point and I think that oftentimes artists have a hard time showing people how much money and time and effort went into something that they made because just like using a book is um for an example because I'm just thinking about Kimora and like how we had that discussion about how she actually went about publishing it getting somebody to illustrate it and then actually like spending that time really sitting down and being like I need to edit this and even if you have an editor that you pay that's money too and your time is money because it's like all right I'm taking this time to write out this book and to do all of this editing and I could be working a shift at a store or a restaurant or something but I'm taking this time for me and then paying the illustrator I think there's just such community involvement in that and those community members need paid and I think a lot of people just see the finished project and don't really see the journey that it took to get there. I definitely agree. One of my biggest pet peeves is when I'm like on TikTok and I'll see like someone who has an Etsy shop and they make stickers or they make like jewelry or like those clay earrings that are really cute. Like they'll just do stuff like that. And then people will see their prices and be like, 
this isn't worth it like what do you mean i'm like they made this by hand like they bought every single supply like they did the packaging they sent you candy in the box like come on like you're paying for a whole experience like it, when when artists really have their own businesses you have to take into account not only the finished product like you said like it's the time that goes into it and the supplies and the money and a lot of times that doesn't even compare to how much they're charging for it so don't be that person on tiktok i always have to comment back so if you see me commenting, it's because I didn't like that. <laughs> I love that you're standing up for your fellow artists there, Shay. That's wonderful. But I also love those TikToks too, because I like to see all the hard work that they're putting into this product. I follow a lot of t-shirt companies because since quarantine, I've been really big on just like being comfortable and finding cool t-shirts. I love t-shirts, always have. I follow a few women that make their own and they just like have wonderful sayings, but they I've seen the one girl like start out with this tiny little like heat press machine and now she has this big metal one and it's grand. I remember when you had that small tiny little machine and we're doing 50 shirts a day and now you can do 100 shirts a day and it's such better quality. So I get why you raised your prices a little bit but you said I get stickers and she uses gloves when she's packaging to keep everybody safe and she shows her like self wiping down her workstation. And I'm like I really appreciate those small little things. Thing, giving me that inside look into the business so I like that you brought that up I don't care if I never have met that person in my life if this is their first mm -hmm. time on my explore page if somebody says something I'm gonna have to because I support my fellow artists as you all should as well I think another thing with the pandemic because I know the pandemic has been hard on everyone as far as well most people as far as working is concerned because everyone's job took some sort of hit in whether it's big or small everybody you know we're all out here trying our best but another thing about artists specifically is that a lot of them work through collaborations with other people so it's kind of like they depend on having access to people outside like again with the live shows thing I have a class called live industry operations shout out to that class shout out to all my embed majors but I'm taking it now and we're just kind of talking about how the industry of live shows is gone everybody who is like talent buyers and concert managers and all the people who are working in these concert areas they can't get paid they can't work like they just are sitting on ice until everything opens back up when we were open back up or all the shows that are so memorable to us and all the um the concerts like everybody I know everybody has like one concert where it was like oh my gosh the the experience like like, this was like my favorite day ever all the people who made that happen they're just kind of put in a terrible place right now you can't yeah. see me right now making a face like what can they do <laughs> so true I know somebody that did merch stands at concerts so they would run the t-shirt stands and then they would also do like backstage stuff getting things ready for the artists and whatever they haven't had work since April I think and you know they're working in a restaurant now and they were able to explore some of their other passions especially like with fitness they got a certification to be a personal trainer over the year but I think that they were operating as normal and there was concerts and there was live shows to go to I don't think that they would have necessarily went back to those industries or explored those industries and they're still super hopeful about the live concerts coming back in some way shape or form they're looking forward to it being different too so I think that's a 
Definitely. I like that you brought that up because I think people are like, okay, how do we pivot? How does a merch stand work during a smaller concert or during a virtual concert? Do I need somebody to run a merch stand? Do I need, who do I need to help me create this experience for people and still have it be fulfilling and wonderful and memorable like it was before 2020? Yeah. And I honestly think artists are putting a lot of work in to figure that out. Like a lot of artists have just like immediately adapted to having to be virtual it was like okay i can't perform um outside then i'm gonna be performing on instagram live or i'm gonna host these shows via zoom or i'm gonna be just start putting out music and stuff like that so everything has really turned to i'm sorry if i'm only talking about music y'all that's my thing but all of the artists have had to yes i'm sorry that's where i naturally go to but artists of all kinds have have had to switch to a virtual stance and i know some people are probably like okay like thank you for telling us everything that's wrong but like what can i do about that which is like okay we're about to tell you so since everything is so virtual now there are millions of ways that you can support and also millions of ways that you can support for free through social media or through the websites and stuff like that which I would love to talk about. Kaylin, give them some tips. (laughs) Yeah, I think Shay and I talk about this all the time. And I think that support on social media is such a big part. And I know a couple weeks ago, we talked about this with Corey too, and just engaging on social media in other areas of your life too. So with social media, there's a lot of venues to support. So you have Instagram, you have Facebook, and then like within those forums, they have live and reels and then you have TikTok and everything. So where do I put my engagement? And I think focus on your friends, focus on those artists that you love, follow them when they post a video, like it and comment something. Even if it's not like you don't have to write out a novel. I think even like commenting on an Instagram video and saying like love this song or sharing it to your story and saying everyone needs to go and check them out and just making sure that they feel that love and that the more that you engage with them, the more people are going to see it. It's going to be on people's explore page. It's going to be on other people's feeds and it's just going to come up more and more. And so you're going to help boost their engagement. And there's a lot of technicalities that go into that. That's a whole other podcast episode, honestly. But I really do think that just saying, hey, this is great. I love your work. Anything positive really helps to make a difference on social media. I also would recommend going on to later.com which is a social media scheduling website and if you're an artist especially seeing how the algorithm on Instagram and Facebook and all of these different platforms is changing and how engagement is working and how you can help to benefit your own art and other people's art too. There was a a really big article that went out about reels being the way that you get onto people's feeds now and people are like I don't know how to make it and I don't know like what makes a good reel and later.com broke it down and was like this is how you make an Instagram reel this is everything you need to know and it's free on their blog and you can find them on Instagram at later media and I'll put it in the show notes for everyone yeah they were just saying that reels is a big thing but that genuine engagement piece if you're not actually creating content for social media is so big and no spam so like not just commenting like a bunch of emojis 20 times because that'll make it disappear from people's feeds but really putting something on there that is true from the heart really makes a difference yeah y'all don't spam spamming is 
the worst there's always somebody spamming in the comments no one wants a spammer don't spam it's easy to support like i don't think you should ever underestimate your platform because i'm sure some people are like i only have this amount of followers me reposting this isn't gonna do anything but honestly if you repost something if even one person on your page reposts it that's just like a whole new community that you're reaching that may have never even had access to this person like for me personally there's a artist from baltimore that i don't even know this man at all but i like his music a lot and he got into like an accident and some of his equipment got stolen so he did like a gofundme and i reposted it on my page and it's i wasn't really expecting anybody else to repost it but it was i saw people had shared it that i follow from philly and i'm like oh my gosh that came from me like i got him on someone from like philly's page so that's like a whole new state that he had access to so it's like if it is if it is just one person that reposts it or sees it even the littlest bit of support is still helpful to people there are so many people who have gone viral off of just one thing especially on tiktok if somebody makes a dance to your song it could literally be one person and then everybody's doing the dance like a song that nobody knows there are so many artists who have made songs for years but it's like one tiktok song like even if it's like two seconds of a song went viral on tiktok and now everybody knows it so yeah don't underestimate your platform at all like even if you just have a few followers every little bit of support counts like i, I don't think any artist is gonna be like why would you repost me like i think they're gonna be grateful for every little bit of support i think that's a lovely point and i love that story that you shared because it does remind me of this viral tiktok star his name was ty verdes and he wrote the song stuck in the middle which like in last spring and going into the summer was such a big tiktok song and i think it has a couple million streams right now but he showed his journey like yeah i was working at the Verizon store and then I started making all this money off of TikTok and my streams on Spotify and all these other music places. I was able to move out of this tiny apartment I was living in and I was able to quit the Verizon store and work on my music full time. That Those are the dreams that you help create. I know it sounds a little bit odd when we're like talking about sharing on social media but you never know who's gonna get their eyes on that content and really take it and what connections that person may have that can help that artist propel their career in a really positive way. Also going back to the engagements thing and you talked about I think it's later.com you said talked about yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm actually reading this article about it's like an updated article because Instagram Instagram updates and makes changes like every month like it seems like it's always something happening on Instagram every but, week. um yes literally but the latest thing I saw is that according to Instagram the most important engagements for feed ranking are comments likes reshares and then views for videos so it goes in that order so if you're trying to figure out what you're gonna do you gotta comment a little heart emoji a fire emoji or just say yes i love this comment and that's gonna boost people's engagement i love that you brought that up and i also really think that the power of your network is the power of not just your social media network but the power of your support system, whether that be family members or like the friends that you call your family or somebody in your life that's super important to you that may not be active on Instagram. I email my family links all the time, but if I see something really interesting that my friend is doing and it's a project that I think will appeal to my 
aunts and uncles and my cousins, I'll send them a link and I will text people links. So I don't just rely on social media either. I rely on that network and be like, hey, you may scroll past my Instagram story or you're locked out of your Facebook. So here's this link, click on it, explore it and see what it's all about too. Yeah, like word of mouth is such an easy way to get information out there. Or even if like you're in the car with your friends and they give you the aux and you play a song and they're like, I like this song. Just slip a little slip a local artist in there and see if the people are feeling it because I know a lot of songs that I've put on my playlist I've gotten from like being in the car and then like okay hey Siri what song is this like I, I need this song which you know you know when you don't want to ask the person um yeah <laughs> what this song is but you want this song so you gotta ask Siri real quick yeah so just slip a little um slip a song onto the playlist I don't want y'all to think that support looks one way like even though we are pretty virtual now and we have limited ways of connecting with people support doesn't look like one thing um and that's why I'm glad that we're talking about free options because it's hard out here and I think people understand that not everyone has money to like literally just donate to people so yeah it doesn't look like one way you don't have to make donations to be supporting someone like literally just telling someone about something showing someone's artwork sharing a link like Caitlin said however you can (laughs) yeah and I I do think donations are a really important way to help artists and I think especially with kickstarters and stuff like that I have a friend that's trying to open their own photography studio space and they have a Kickstarter and they're offering people like free sessions if they donate a certain amount and everything. And I don't have the money to give to them at the moment, but I've shared the link with my a lot of my friends that do blogging and have their own business and stuff. And I'm like, hey, if you donate $200 to this person, they said that they'll give you, I forget, it was like a, a lot of photos and it was so many outfit changes. I was like, this is a really good deal and you can use it for your business so when the studio space opens up you'll have these professional photos and get a lot of attention from their clients too because they have a network of blogging and entrepreneur friends so they can help you out too and I think that was like a really important way that I utilized my network when I like really couldn't put the money forward I have this you know here's my five dollar donation but I'm gonna send three people your way that are gonna give you that donation that's really gonna like make a huge impact and help you get everything off the ground honestly a five dollar donation even if it's a one dollar donation it's not gonna be hurtful like you're <laughs> like I don't think again I don't think anyone's gonna look at your donation and be like no give it back I don't, I don't want I don't want this dollar like every, when someone's really looking for support every single thing counts and not only with donations but just encouraging someone in general I can't tell you how many times like I've just decided to compliment someone on something like even if it's just something that they're wearing or like something that I'm in class and someone says something I really like and I just compliment them on it like something simple and it just encourages them and like this goes for I know I didn't say this about art but this goes for art as well like if you see someone post something that you like and you just want to send them a message like I really love what you're doing like keep going like I love to see you growing and stuff like that that goes a long way for people like I know with me when people say that to me like that means so much like I'm like now I have to keep going for you specifically like even if literally everything else is going on just because you said that I'm gonna keep going words of encouragement go a super long way that's so important because I think that's a huge part of the creation process because 
when you're showing like, okay, I'm in the studio and I'm doing this, or I just bought new supplies and I'm something and you know, you're kind of teasing like what you're about to do. I think that person that says, I can't wait to see what you come up with or send me the link when it's ready or like what's your Etsy shop or when is that exhibition going up? I want to know more about it. That interest like really is like, like you said, like I have to keep going because that person wants to see it. And that really adds up. It kind of like is the foundation that you build yourself up on. And, and I think that's just in life. Even if you are just like complimenting somebody's hair or their outfit or their personality or just saying that like goes a long way. And I know that there's also the flip side of it where it's like, okay, well, encouragement and exposure don't pay the bills. However, I think the with that is like people say that when they have negative experiences where people want them to do things for free or, well, you know, aren't you gonna give me like a discount code because I've been supporting you and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's like that difference. But I do think like encouragement in a healthy way is super important. And like you said, like a $5 donation like adds up. If 10 people donate $5 to you, that's a lot of money. And if that keeps happening, those small donations have a huge, huge impact on artists and projects that they're working on. I think the main point really is just to do what you can. You don't have to spend your whole paycheck to support someone. I mean, that's very nice, but if we're being realistic, everyone has stuff they have to deal with. Like, there's so much going on in the world that we're all trying our best. So yeah, it'll look different depending on who you are. If Beyonce gave me a dollar, I'm not gonna lie. I might be like, okay, Beyonce, you could have gave me more than a dollar, but that's Beyonce. Like, <laughs> I would probably like frame that dollar. <laughs> I would. I would be. I would be grateful, but I would like Beyonce. Come on now, give it up. They gave me more than a dollar, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, it's gonna look different for you as long as it's genuine. I think that's what really matters. If you really are do support this person, you just just tell them that, or you just give them even knowing that someone does have it hard, and they gave you like just a small amount. It's like wow, like they believe me so they supported me genuine like I just want to support you I want the world to know about you and I don't want anything in return besides just you to keep creating is such a wonderful feeling and you can tell that when somebody makes a comment on something or just the words that they say to you or the consistency that they show up with every time like you put out a new song or every time you put up a new print onto your like online store they're there and they're like that's beautiful I love that and the shares on Instagram stories and stuff, it, it just means a lot to folks. So I do think no piece of encouragement or donation of time, money, and support goes unnoticed or goes unappreciated. Yes, that is very, very true. But I do also want to talk to the artist for a second about ways that you can support yourself as well. Because I know sometimes, I mean, at the end of the day, that's really all you have. You might have support from people, but you still like have to find ways to support yourself to really make it and to really get yourself exposure. So I definitely want to touch on that and give y'all some tips. As far as being a UART student, there are definitely different ways on campus that you can get your work put out there. I know that UART's radio, if you are a musician, you can always submit your work to UART's radio and they'll play it. They've done interviews with different artists. They do a lot to support as far as musicians go. So I would say definitely if you're a musician, singer, songwriter, 
you have music out contact you arts radio send them an email i would say steven serino would be a good point of contact as well for that just reach out it can't hurt to reach out and i also think that you can meet people through different opportunities through involvement clubs and organizations whether that's you just joining a club because you're interested in the topic like you join the astrology club but in there you meet a graphic designer that can help you make your logo and then you meet a a film major that can help you record your music you know there's so many different people that you can meet through those opportunities and just by talking to people for a few episodes now we're like just talk to people and just make that first move it is intimidating and even if you do feel intimidated by it just know that they're probably a, you know a little bit scared to talk to folks too I think that goes like even if we're in person people everyone kind of feels like if a little bit uncomfortable if they're new to an environment. So that first step of saying like, hey, I really like what you said there or nice shoes or something small really opens the door to so much. Yeah, like one example of connecting with people that I always bring up in other areas where I talk to people about like connecting with different majors and stuff because I really do think it's so nice to be able to go to an art school when you're an upcoming artist because you have access to so many people that when you get out of school you're gonna have to pay a lot a lot a lot of money to book and these people are still like trying to develop themselves but they're still super talented for session number one when we did our live shows outside we had all the photographers and videographers graphic designers were all UART students and I always use like our photographer her name was Audrey Audrey, I love you if you're listening to this. She, she's a photographer and she did like photography for I think three different events. And I remember like we always felt bad because it's like we were all college students were an upcoming business and we paid her, but we felt like we weren't paying her enough. I remember like going on her page and I looked at her portfolio and I was seeing like the pictures from our shows in her portfolio. I'm like, wow, like we helped her build her, her portfolio like by just by hiring her to do this show. So I'm like. Oh no, that's nice. Like even if you feel like you don't have enough money to like give to someone, sometimes just giving them an opportunity to do something. If you're a musician, you're looking for someone to film something, that's going to help them just having that experience as well. Again, people don't get paid off of experience, but it does help if if you're someone who is just on the come up and you have access to people in school. There are people that would be willing to help you. Put yourself out there. Don't debate with anyone over prices. I would definitely say that's a big no-no. People are going to um, set their prices and yeah. let them have that. People set prices because that's where they feel honored at. They're like, okay, I feel honored charging this much for this event. And they're going to go into it with a better mindset if they're being compensated and benefiting from that opportunity as much as you are benefiting from having them there and helping you out too. But like if there's a situation where you know someone specifically wants to have pictures from like live events or if you know someone's looking to like get experience for their animation they need like voice actors and it's like you're you're a voice actor there's different ways that it's kind of like a a give and take at art school when you're just trying to kind of develop yourself so definitely take advantage of that don't take advantage of anyone if they set their prices again honor their prices yeah if there is a situation where you can like give something in exchange then yeah put yourself out there Mm -hmm. exactly and have that conversation with them and another thing for the artists um not only in school we talked about like connecting with different clubs or community channels or uarts radio or just even your teachers talking to professors about different opportunities that there might be to share their work but also in philly and beyond there are a lot of different collectives that are literally dedicated to helping and supporting upcoming artists and i would love to share some with you all and one of them the first one is session number one 
I had to plug that first because it is my platform that I run with my business partner, Kemi. If you're ever interested and if you're a musician, specifically we cater towards musicians, but graphic designers, engineers, producers, visual artists, we support all of them. Like we have a network of artists that we can help in some way, shape or form, especially if you're a musician, if you have music out and you're looking for a way to get some exposure, definitely connect with us. I'm going to ask Kaylin to put our um, Instagram link in the description, but yeah, you can definitely connect there. Another platform that I really like, it's called Black Girls Do Theater. It's an um, Instagram platform dedicated to Black women identifying theater artists and helping them gain exposure and just kind of like educational tools and stuff like that. So if that applies to you, I would say definitely connect with them. There's another one that I really like that's Philly-based called The Future Is Us Collective. They're an all-inclusive collective for all artists um, of all kinds across Philly, especially if you're local and upcoming. So I would say definitely connect with them as well. I'm going to send Caitlin the information, so it'll be in the description for you all to check out. Awesome. Thank you for sharing, Shay. I think those are wonderful resources. I also have a resource that I would like to share for my writers, my freelance journalists out there. It's called Opportunities of the Week and it's opsoftheweek.com. I'll put that in the description, but it's a paid newsletter. It's $3 a month, but they also have opportunities for you to apply for financial assistance if you're a student or just in need of it. And they have links to grants for freelancers. They also have just incredible like opportunities and you can write for publications in like England even if you're just sitting in the USA and you can also like write for publications in Australia. So I really love that they have a global approach to this and you can really expand your experience and your network that way if you're into writing. Another thing that I think is really cool as well, I know this for the School of Music and the School of Dance. I'm not sure about the other schools i'm sorry y'all don't come for me i don't i don't know nothing about nothing but um for the school of music and the school of dance i know like the deans of the, of the school will often like send out emails that have like little opportunities or like little grants that you can apply for and stuff like that so definitely read your emails because sometimes those emails that you ignore be having some some nice things at the bottom so check your email there might be a little something in there every now and then that um you could use to help you support yourself or get some support from someone else that's such a good point yeah I think department emails and just like exploring uh UART's careers too is a great avenue and going and talking to career services and seeing what internship opportunities may be down the line and I know we were talking about like supporting artists but I think those opportunities are a great way a great avenue to support yourself as an artist. So yeah, utilize your campus resources and those folks that you see every day and the offices that are here to support you because you never know who they could connect you with. It could change your life. Yes, y'all don't be afraid to send an email. I always tell myself whenever I'm like afraid to put myself out there or do something that the worst thing they could say is no. And if they do say no, I didn't lose anything because I didn't have it anyway. And that's what helps me not to be scared. So um, hopefully that'll help you too. It's scary to it's scary sometimes, but yeah, put yourself out there. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think emails are the way to go, especially just being in college. I know we're all on our emails a lot in the university setting. However, there's a lot to be had there. There's a great way to make good connections there. And I think you can also you can just really utilize your time here that way through those small connections. So maybe you're not the first person to go to a social event, but you could be that first person to send the email and kick things off in 
start a different type of connection that you may not have gotten at an event. All right, everyone. I hope you all learned some new ways to support local and upcoming artists. Support doesn't always have to be monetary to go a long way. Little acts of support here and there can be just as effective. It is hard out here and we are all experiencing this mess together. Show your fellow artists some support whenever you can and some a little bit of love and encouragement as often as you can. I promise no matter how little it is, you'll be surprised at how far it will go. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this conversation about supporting local and upcoming artists. Art is super important to us as an arts university, but I think it's just important to the world. So definitely go out there and support art and keep making art. We will see you next week. Make sure to subscribe to Kicking It With Campus Life on your favorite podcast platform. We're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and leave us a rating if you love us and want to hear more from us. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of kicking it with campus life we hope you come back and kick it with us next week